is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to Soaring Eagle Casino Casino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin another journey on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show, 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. There you can listen to the free stream weekdays at 3. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show. And you can listen anywhere in the world where you get mobile service. Where do I begin? The fallout from the Mel Tucker suspension continues. Jim Comperoni from SpartanMag.com, who will join us later, just reported that Harlan Barnett is trying to coach to keep the job with his assistant, Mark D'Antonio. And oh my, the Michigan State loyalist from the message boards and Twitter talking about journalism and facts on Twitter where you don't even have to use your real name. I told him, I don't like D'Antonio. D'Antonio doesn't like me. His wife didn't want him on the show because I said during the Little Brother fiasco, for a man of faith, why take on student-athletes? And being a D1 coach, his wife said no. You're never going on. Fine. I've survived. He had a great career. But the one thing he did have was some issues 2007 on with, what, 16 players accused of sexual impropriety. Not everybody convicted, but just accused. He wasn't the right guy to bring back. That's all I'm saying. I, I endorse Harlan Barnett to replace Mel Tucker when the suspension becomes termination. I support Harlan. I do. That's it. They're like, oh, you're really weak on Twitter to say you don't like somebody. On Twitter! Of all places! It's a beautiful place. Twitter's just full of love. Everybody says, good morning. Good morning, LeBron. Good morning, Steph. Good morning, Aaron Rodgers. How's the limp? Twitter has become what message boards were about 15 years ago. 
people can hide behind a nickname. Hey, who are you? I'm Motown Spotty. You know what? D'Antonio's gonna bring us back. Yeah. Yeah. I'm watching that 80s show. Yeah. God. Oh, we're going after Izzo. We're going to tell him not to come on. I go, guess what? Izzo's back, and I'm replaying what happened eight years ago with the show. Oh, we're going to go to your advertisers. What did I do? Shared stories in regards to what happened under Mark D'Antonio's leadership? Yeah, he won. I get that. He resigned. He he didn't get a send-off like Miguel Cabrera. He resigned. Quickly. Took a bonus. Quickly resigned. Curtis Blackwell stuff. Blackwell ended up full of it. Had to pay his legal fees. But my Lord, my number one comment when they announced Mark D'Antonio was coming back is that Michigan State doesn't need to go there. They don't. Fresh blood, new president. It'll get somebody not connected to the past. That's it. Well, Mark D'Antonio provided us with one of the great runs Michigan State football has ever seen. Oh, you're just out to get him. I'm out to get him. I haven't talked about D'Antonio for eight years, but I'm out to get him. Oh, he becomes part of the story, quickly being named an associate head coach, but I'm out to get him. I'm just digging this stuff up. That Deadspin writes an article for Michigan State to move past sexual assault history. Why did they turn to Mark D'Antonio? They wrote the column, but it's Bill Simonson. You know, and I really came to this conclusion, and I said it on Facebook and Twitter, is that 98%, it went down from 99 yesterday, 98% of Michigan State fans are really good people. But the two percentile that think because they hide behind some fake name or their dad owns a company or they're on a message board that they can threaten my livelihood, that they think they have this absolute power because of a Twitter feed to say I'm slandering Mark D'Antonio when I provide articles, D'Antonio resigns. This is a list of what's happened on his watch. Not everybody was found guilty, but this is what happened. Oh, Izzo will never come on your show again. Yeah, I heard that. And you know what? If Tom chooses not to come on, I'm okay with it. I am. My show really grew without Mark D'Antonio ever being on it. I don't talk to Harbaugh. He's mad because I ripped him when things went south. I used to host Signing of the Stars. Hardball would come on with me. I go do my show from the draft room at Schembechler. He got mad because I had to be honest about the program. And Mark D'Antonio, with his Ohio roots, with his coaching at Ohio State, he hates Michigan, and the Michigan State fans love that from day one with the clock. But if you're a Michigan State fan, and you look at what everybody went through, the end of D'Antonio, the Nasser P. 
PR, not connecting D'Antonio to Nasser or anything. The timing of D'Antonio bringing in a juvenile who was on sexual probation from Fort Wayne, Indiana, to be on his football team. And he's going to question my character? Or his wife is going to tell me he can't come on my show? And Austin Robertson ends up raping another woman in Lansing? Oh, but I'm digging up and slandering on D'Antonio. No, these are things anybody can Google. Google it right now. Google Mark D'Antonio resigns. Google Austin Robertson. But you're going to blame Bill Simonson, the messenger, just like you blame the victims. Yeah, do I think this Brenda Tracy, that everything she did is kosher? No. As much as you want to hold Mel Tucker accountable, she has to be accountable for engaging in all this. As David Gregory said yesterday, the lawyer sports agent from Bull Rush Sports, this is a he said, she said situation because there's no audio, there's no video. Text messages are erased. So I spent some time not to defend myself, but to let the Michigan State message board loyalist and MSU Twitter know you're not going to run me off. You got Mike Valeni, who was an open homer, who will trash Michigan every chance he gets in Detroit. But you're going to call me a homer, a Michigan homer. Tom Izzo wants me to come down for the Izzo, and I do the all-access show. I've done it every year except the pandemic year. Nobody has Izzo on more than me, maybe outside of Stout, Right? Karen Sadler, Mike Sadler, every year we have played the show from the Monday after he died. I don't line up and tell everybody every day what I do for Michigan State. I love Neitzel. I love Halleck. I love everyone I met. Stevens, Garland, Fife, Michael Carey. But because you have a Twitter account and you hide behind a nickname like you used to hide behind a nickname or still do on some damn Spartan message board, you're going to question my character. You're going to talk about me and my buddy getting jumped by 20 kids in Chicago and say, oh, I made the story up. You're going to blame the victims, just like you blame the victims in Nassar on your message boards and on Twitter. Just like Governor Angler didn't treat him with the sensitivity they needed when he was filling in as president. Like Mark D'Antonio to be a dumbass and bring in a kid on juvenile sexual probation and say, well, he had rules to follow. You didn't need him. But Mark D'Antonio was on the downside his final two years, and he was desperate to get back to the glory days of a Rose Bowl and a college football playoff appearance. And he resigned quickly, out of nowhere, right after cashing in on a nice bonus. And they bring him back. You know, when you look at both sides of the Mel Tucker story right now, and Brenda Tracy's response to his, he said, she said, I go back to it. I'll almost say there's a point with Mel Tucker 
where he says they're out to get me and get rid of me, that they know they overpaid for Mel Tucker. They know that. We all know that. He is not a $9.5 million a year coach. He's not. But you know what? He got above market value because LSU was interested in his SEC roots at Georgia and Alabama. And then they didn't get Tucker, and then Brian Kelly gets a call out of nowhere and cashes in, and the next thing you know, he's the old guy dancing in the nightclub with LSU recruits. I've had it. I've had it with defending my character. I'm not perfect. I do not like Mark D'Antonio. I don't like anything about him or his wife because they set the bar. I never banned him from my show. His wife said that he will never be on that show. That was from the late Peter Secchia's mouth to my ears. And you know what? With Izzo and Secchia, I offered to go down there and have breakfast with Mark, clear the air, and he said, no way, he told Secchia. No way. He's a stubborn football coach, which works well when things are going well. But my Lord, when I question why even bring him back, why go back there again to a guy who resigned abruptly, not a great send-off, not the emotional goodbye, thank you, Spartan Nation speech. And then if you Google Mark D'Antonio resigns, here come all the stories. Oh, well, they're not true. They're not true. They're not true. And all of a sudden, all the investigative journalists on Twitter and on Spartan message boards say none of that was true. Nobody, nobody was convicted. Mm. My entire opinion on this is why go backwards and bring people from the past back to front and center? That's it. Oh, well, look what Michigan did. Oh, my God, Dr. Anderson. What does that have to do with Mel Tucker? Oh, they looked the other way. No, they settled for $450 million. I'm sorry, it's a little less than the $600 million for Nasser. They didn't bring Bo back from the grave to coach and help Harbaugh. So what I really was able to digest and dissect over the last couple of days is that all that venom towards me, everything you're reading about D'Antonio, Tucker, MSU, Michigan, Facebook, Twitter, it's about the rivalry. It's about the rivalry. And where I want to scream is that this has nothing to do with Michigan, Michigan State football. It's about a school that was ran through the ringer as hard as any school this side of Sandusky and Penn State. It's about them refusing the Nasser survivors' plan for a process to make sure things like this didn't happen again, the Michigan State Board of Trustees. It's about the sudden resignation of Mark D'Antonio. Not that he was guilty of anything. Blackwell, Curtis Blackwell, the former assistant, accused him of a lot. But he resigned. He had situations on his watch that were questioned, not only by Bill Simonson, because it is amazing 
how that Spartan message board loyalist militia and MSU Twitter try and paint it like I'm the only guy. That, yeah, you want to tune in to the ticket in Detroit and hear Valenti rip Michigan every chance he can get. And you think every sportscaster has to be like him or Jack Ebling. You know, I'll give Tim Stout credit. He tells it like it is on the game 7.30 a.m. And Jack is a Spartan for life. I understand that when you're in Lansing. But my Lord... I'm not wishing for Michigan State to lose. They're going to be 4-8. and eight. And I said 4-8 and eight before Tucker was suspended. Oh, you're going to stop talking about Michigan State football. No. That's kind of taken care of itself the last 14 months because when teams aren't playing well, nobody talks about them. And as my buddy Raz said, hey, I'm ready for MSU basketball. And I will tell you, Izzo and the Spartans have a chance to win it all. Them and Kansas are my picks. But wait a minute. Wait a minute. Because Bill Simonson grew up in Burton Heights and Sparta as a Michigan football fan and a Michigan State basketball fan. I didn't go to either school. That's where I'm at today. But then I grew to love John Beeline, still a friend. John wants to do a weekly show with me. I said, how much are you going to pay me? <laughs> Oh, you know, and if Tom doesn't like my opinions and said he's not coming on, that's his choice, and I'm fine with it. But, you know, my bond with Tom goes a lot deeper than just everything on air. We've had a lot of good conversations about life, about people we knew and people we were upset with. So welcome to the world of what used to be 140 characters that is now 280 characters and you think because you hide behind a fake name, the message board can post a screenshot of something I said or a link, and you're going to come after me. Yeah, I remember when the Michigan State message board people went after my family. Went after my divorce, somehow got a hold of my divorce papers, which I probably know where that came from. And I had to live through it. So I will state to everybody, the truth about Mark D'Antonio is his wife said, you'll never go on that show again. And I never said any other words about Mark D'Antonio. For a man of faith, you shouldn't be taking on a student athlete. That's all I said. Didn't question his faith. What some of the MSU fans did today is that they turned a story about Mel Tucker and Brenda Tracy into MSU versus the world. And I hate to be the one to remind everybody connected to MSU is that you versus the world mentality is why you were tone deaf and blind to everything connected to Nasser. Why we don't know yet if they were tone deaf and blind to any information they had about Mel Tucker, either related to Tracy or other possible incidents on campus or involving campus employees. We'll find that out. 
So I'll take the arrows. I thank you for allowing me to trend whatever that hip word is. Oh, he won't talk about Anderson. No, no. We had David Jesse on about that, the reporter. We had John U. Bacon. I talked about it. But Michigan didn't let it become a two-year story. And it had nothing to do with Hardball or that team. And Nasser didn't have anything to do with Izzo or D'Antonio. And ESPN and Outside the Lines were totally inappropriate for putting their photos with Nasser's in that infamous Sunday hit piece. But what D'Antonio had was the unfortunate timing of issues involving his players and bringing, bringing a juvenile who was under some sexual probation out of Fort Wayne, Indiana, into his program. Which, considering what had happened and what was going on at MSU, like I mentioned, was one of the biggest dumbass moves I've ever seen in my life. And I said it then, and I'll say it now. And he's back now as associate head coach, advisor, whatever the title is. He's on the sidelines one day. They say he's going to be up in the box. I don't know what's going on. He could be the head coach next spring. This is more about the football side of it for the MSU message boards and MSU Twitter because you know another change and flip over usually puts you about four years behind everybody else at a minimum. Four years. You're going to get major attrition off this roster from guys Mel Tucker recruited. They read his statement yesterday. They read Brenda Tracy's response. They're going to be gone. You're, you're going to hit the reset button again. While Michigan, not because of Bill Simonson's influence, but Michigan for the third straight year more than likely will be in the national title conversation and Big Ten championship conversation. That's what this is all about. That's what Twitter and all this angst and everything back and forth is really all about when it's all said and done. That the Michigan State football fan can't stand that they thought they had Michigan by the footballs when Tucker was 2-0 against them and got a $95 million deal and was hitting the recruiting pipeline out of Detroit and getting more recruits out of Michigan than Harbaugh and everybody, including me, where it hurt my connection to Harbaugh, which I didn't care, show first, where it looked like Harbaugh was on his way out. Delayed contract, take a pay cut. Oh, wait a minute. You're going to take the Minnesota job? We already got a list. Bill O'Brien could be the next head coach. And Harbaugh found a way to resurrect his name and bring Michigan back to levels nobody expected. And the Michigan State football fan can't stand that because you're thinking where life was just two years ago, a little over two years ago. Mel Tucker, 2-0 against Michigan, $95 million deal. The commitment, 10 years, here we go. We are going down the path of Ohio State. We're going to beat Michigan to it. 
And now they're hitting the reset button again. That's the angst. And as a trained sports mental talk show therapist, you can target all your anger towards me. Keep it away from my family. Keep it away from being personal. I let you in on why I have my differences with D'Antonio so I could be transparent. But your anger isn't towards me. Your anger is, why'd the school do what they did? Why aren't there better systems in place at that school that I support? And now, I'm looking at Michigan number two in the country. And our football savior, who was 2-0, against Michigan and got a $95 million deal from the biggest booster stepping up and making that commitment more than likely won't be coming back. Could be fired without cause, could be fired getting a check for the rest of the money he's owed. I don't know. Could be the crazy scenario that Mel Tucker ends up saving his job because Michigan State doesn't want a billion-dollar lawsuit by Tucker If he's exonerated in this hearing in October, nothing would surprise me with what I've lived through on the radio statewide, my national show, the interview with Mitch Lyons on the Saturday Night Huge show, which I tell everybody, I don't know if you can Google and find it, but just search Saturday Night Huge show Mitch Lyons when he told the story of when he first heard about Nassar and how long Michigan State sat on it. Hmm. This isn't about Bill Simonson. This is about making the smart move, the right choices. And I think the angst of the fans is, you know, you now have fallen another, I'll go low end here, three to five years behind Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, welcome UCLA, USC to the conference, Washington, Oregon. And if Washington hammers Michigan State in front of the home crowd on Saturday, you'll understand what I mean. That's your anxiety and your angst and wanting to scream and yell at me. And I can take it. Target all you want to. Like I said, keep it above the belt. Rip me. Say I got a horrible show that you don't listen, even though while you're typing nine tweets in a row, I don't listen. I'm not going to ever communicate with you. I didn't do anything to put MSU or any of their coaches in the positions they've been in when they resigned or when they were suspended. Bill Simonson had zero to do with that. End of story. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. Elevate your night out at the legendary Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Now open at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Start with the finest cuts of USDA prime beef. Pair that with handcrafted cocktails, signature sides, and Ruth's legendary hospitality, and you've got yourself one incredible night. 
Ruth's Chris Steakhouse has arrived. Make a reservation at RuthsChris.com for your incredible night at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway reimagined. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm-direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com. Fuel up for less with m Earn points on your purchases when you shop at Meyer in-store and online. Then use your points to claim a fuel reward and save at the pump. Your dollar goes further at the pump with m Plus, earn points for all qualifying purchases in the Meyer Express station. And keep a lookout for exclusive Meyer Express offers. Enter your m ID at checkout to earn. Exclusions apply. Not valid in Wisconsin. Max 30 gallons. Download the Meyer app to sign up or see Meyer.com to learn more. How would you like to win $1,500 in cash from Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Carter Dorn Mayhew Firm? All you have to do is beat my pro football picks and you could be the winner. Get your picks in until early Sunday morning at thehugeshow.net. There are 13 folds that bring the American flag to the iconic shape of freedom. This summer, Folds of Honor and Budweiser celebrate 13 years of changing military and first responder lives together. Service never stops, and neither will we. So join me in raising a Budweiser to raise funds for Folds of Honor. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Budweiser Lager Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan. For the one close to you and to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. One podcast reminder, if you missed our full show yesterday with lawyer David Gregory, who's also an NFL PA endorsed sports agent with Bull Rush Sports based out of West Michigan, it was good to have a lawyer and also a former college football player and everything connected to Mel Tucker and also on the Michigan State policy side. If you missed Yesterday's show, we do have the full show up at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Our Budweiser Folds of Honor, huge question of the day that you can answer with Mel Tucker suspended. How many games will Michigan State win this year? Sitting on two, I had them four and eight with Tucker. I'm sticking with four and eight. You can answer that question at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan. 
Lions in Seattle on Sunday. I'll be having my huge Budweiser NFL pregame bash at Tin Roof, the old Chelly's, uh, just a couple of blocks from Ford Field. That will be on Sunday, 10 a.m. until noon. I think it's going to be a zoo in downtown Detroit, not only with the sold-out stadium, but just people coming down uh, to celebrate the Lions being 1-0. Mike Kimber, known as Micro Mike, uh, with Lions Nation Unite. He is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee. Guess I'm welcome back, my friend. Hey, thanks for having me. Talk some Lions. Yeah, uh, what about the matchup now with Seattle? Seahawks surprisingly get crushed by Stafford and the Rams. They have to make the long trip east. Lions uh, get the job done Thursday night in Kansas City, get the extended rest, and now Ford Field will be absolutely crazy Sunday your thoughts on this matchup with Seattle? Yeah, the fan base is going to be bonkers. It's going to be loud, probably louder than Kansas City. And I love the matchup for the Detroit Lions. Seattle Seahawks offense not doing so well. 27th in the NFL points per game, 30th total yards, 29th in passing, and 22nd and rushing and if you look at the lions defense they're 13 allowing yards per game 19th allowing points per game 24th passing and 14th rushing i think the detroit lions could do a a woodshed moment and and really tear up the seattle seahawks and especially considering the fact that they may be out both their left and right tackle tyler rocket is in concussion protocol it could be it could be a great day for detroit Mike Kimber, Micro Mike on YouTube, Lions Nation Unite, joining us here on the huge show across Michigan, Seattle, the Lions, and downtown Detroit. Like I said, I'll be with my friends from Fabiano and Budweiser at Tin Roof, your game day, concert day destination. Uh, food, beverages, bands, DJs, and more. It will be a big party Sunday. I'll be there 10 a.m. till 12 noon. Make sure you stop by. Uh, Looking at their start, looking at the rest of the NFL in week one, uh, how how do you adjust what you forecasted for the Lions season? really simple you know where, where the question mark was the Lions defense can the, the defense really live up to what we hoped it would and it did and now considering the fact that there's some teams that took a step back like Seattle teams like Chicago that looked miserable and if you look at the rest of the schedule it's very favorable for the Detroit Lions I think yeah, I came in into this season maybe 11 wins and at this point you know you look at the schedule and the teams I think 13 wins is possible for the Lions just because of the teams who we kind of thought maybe be a little bit better are not. And when I look at the NFC, that's where I'm focusing first, not the AOC and Rodgers going out with the Achilles last night. I'll talk about that later. But, you know, San Francisco looked really good in Pittsburgh. I'll say that. New Orleans looked improved, and I talked about that as a tough road game later uh, for the Lions, Philly, you know, not not sold on the offense. Belichick can coach. That was a spirited effort by the Patriots. You know, Rams did surprise me what they did out of Seattle, but and Green Green Bay also was a major surprise with how well Love played uh, against uh, the Bears. The Vikings don't have uh, any defense, so it looks like Lions, Green Bay, and the NFC North. I think right. 
Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I think there's four teams in the NFC that are legit contenders. You said the San Francisco 49ers. I think the Dallas Cowboys, well, yeah, their yeah, defense I, looked amazing. Well, I don't, I don't want to leave them out what they did to the Giants on Sunday Night Football in America. I actually, I think I put the five best teams I, this was Sunday night after the game, five best NFL teams I saw over the weekend. Cowboys were at the top. Then I had the Lions. Uh, I had the Packers in the top five. Just I had naturally the Niners and who, AFC, surprisingly, with all those stud teams, including the Browns beating the Bengals. Uh, and, you know, last night, Buffalo and the Jets, uh, both teams do have great defensive units. There weren't, you know, a lot of AFC teams that looked ultra dominant uh, in the first week. And, yeah, Lions are right there. I, I'm trying to remember who the fifth was that I said that I really liked, that I thought uh, played well. Uh, who, so Cowboys, I said Niners. I think I might have uh, put um, Green Bay in that mix. Yeah, for sure. I like, like I said, the the Dallas Cowboys, the Detroit Lions, San Francisco 49ers, Philadelphia Eagles. I think those are like the big big four. And then the teams behind it, like you have the Green Bay Packers. You said the New Orleans Saints made a big win. And then there's a lot of teams that did not look good at all, like the Chicago Bears who we faced twice, like the Minnesota Vikings shockingly getting beat by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And it really just goes to show how things can turn around in one year. Last year, Minnesota 13-3 and winning all these one-score games. They come out expected to win at home versus Tampa Bay, and they take an L right there, and then Detroit winning in Kansas City. So, you know, it's just amazing what one year can do and the outlook for the Lions now. I think the Browns were the the fifth team that I left out. What they did to Joe Burrow and the Bengals in that twenty four three win, that was a, so. I said in order. I think it was Cowboys, Lions, uh, Niners, Browns, Packers were the five best teams I saw in Week One. Oh yeah, for sure, absolutely, yeah, definitely some surprise there with the Cleveland Browns taking the victory over there, and I think obviously the injury to the Jets quarterback Aaron Rodgers changed a little bit of trajectory of the of the AFC over there, which it does affect the Detroit Lions because now instead of Green Bay getting a first round pick, they're going to only get a second round pick because Aaron Rodgers is out with not getting sixty five percent of the snaps this year, which. Uh... Again, and I don't wish injury on anybody, but that that's a blessing for any team in the NFC North. Mike Kimber, Micro Mike YouTube, Lions Nation Unite, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line, talking Lions, Seahawks on Sunday. Don't forget uh, the huge show, our game day headquarters at Tin Roof on Sunday, 10 a.m. until noon. The old Chellies, it's a Budweiser bash. Uh, before I go over to Ford Field and watch uh, the Lions and the Seahawks. Mike, always appreciate your huge opinions. Thank you so much, and go Lions. All right, Mike Kimber checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. From Petoskey to Detroit, this show is huge. We played for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver. 
Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older than Michigan to play. Huge here for my good friend, Matt Golden. Now, he's a CEO and GM at the Tullymore Golf Resort. They're in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of Grand Rapids. And fall golf is here, and they have some huge deals you can take advantage of on stay-and-play packages, tee times, and more. Just go to TullymoreGolf.com. That is TullymoreGolf.com. Also, if you want to book a Christmas party for the holidays, you want to squeeze in a business meeting, with some golf and great food and beverages. Matt Golden and his team can take care of you right now. Go to TullymoreGolf.com. That's TullymoreGolf.com. They're also booking big groups who want stay and play packages, or maybe you just want to look ahead to the perfect weekend in 2024. Remember, Tullymore is less than an hour north of GR in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. Book your stay and play package or get more info now at TullymoreGolf.com. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC. Join Van Andel Institute Purple Community for the Be Brave 5K Walk and Run in Caledonia on October 7th at 8 a.m. You can participate in a day of fun and exercise all while supporting breast cancer research at Van Andel Institute. Register at VAI.org. No one cares what you've been through. No one cares about your hopes, your dreams, your desire to make a difference in this world. Guess what? That isn't true. Law enforcement cares. That's why people join the force. Maybe they came from a world where those things are true. Maybe they didn't. But here's something they have in common. They do care. Maybe you should consider being around people who truly care about you. Visit michiganpolicechiefs.org and start the conversation. How would you like to win $1,500 in cash from Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Carter Dorn Mayhew Firm? Well, all you have to do is beat my pro football picks and you could be the winner. Get your picks in until early Sunday morning at thehugeshow.net. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan. Tuesdays are presented by the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com. They also have Michigan's premier live betting sports book inside the Ascend Sportsbook and Nightclub. SoaringEagleCasino.com and you got a full week of college football and also week two. The NFL Lions and the Seahawks at Ford Field on Sunday. I'll be there. I'll also be hosting our Budweiser 
Lions pregame bash at Tin Roof, which is the old Chelly's just a block or so away from Ford Field. I'll be there at 10 a.m. until noon on Sunday to spread the word. It'll be a big party in the Motor City. A lot of people are asking, hey, where do I get yesterday's show on the podcast? Just search The Huge Show, where you download podcasts, simple and easy. I do have it pinned. Uh, Add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. David Gregory, lawyer, sports agent, NFLPA certified with Bull Rush Sports. One of our legal insiders, he joined me the entire three hours. Really was good stuff yesterday. Everything connected uh, to the suspension of Mel Tucker. Just search The Huge Show, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Wherever you download your podcast. And also, I haven't pinned. I'm looking at it now at the top. At Huge Show on Twitter. The Huge Show on Facebook. Oh, and my opening huge opinion on the return of Mark D'Antonio. We'll have that coming up soon in our podcast section. Big. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to Soaring Eagle Casino com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Back live across Michigan Tuesday broadcast with Superfly Hayes as our executive producer. Inside this hour, Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com, National NFL columnist. We'll look back at week one, talk about Aaron Rodgers, a torn Achilles. Hey, I'll give Zach Wilson and the Jets a ton of credit for the comeback in OT to beat the Bills. It was eerie how loud that place was at MetLife Stadium in Jersey to start the game, then how quiet it was until really maybe mid-third quarter, late fourth quarter. So Rodgers will miss the remainder of the season. Packers lose a first-round pick. That would have been based on the percentage of snaps that Rodgers would have taken with the Jets. Hey, that was the Bills, you know, top five team in the league. Zach Wilson didn't look bad. He's learned a lot from Rodgers. And I heard Robert Sala, who I like, and really through hard knocks in August, I loved the makeup of the Jets. I, if Rodgers is in there the whole game, they win that thing by double digits in regulation last night. It is interesting for one week to look at the Lions in case he started. 
Obviously, the Cowboys on Sunday Night Football in America. Niners at the Steelers. They really look like the three best teams in football. Lions, Cowboys, Niners. Not just in the NFC. So that's where home field advantage beginning Sunday for the Lions with the Seahawks, where it's going to be imperative that the Lions do not lose a home game and they get to a number where they would not lose a tiebreaker and that they could host those games at Ford Field because that's their ticket to the Super Bowl. That's what I was banking on even before the reality of the KC win. Give the Lions home field advantage and they go to a Super Bowl. And I started to think yesterday, getting ready to watch after my son's soccer game with some huge love to Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern Soccer. Mars Steenwick, who also doubles as a kicker with my son Ace and Coach Swander's undefeated 11th ranked Division IV team, Forest Hills Eastern Hawks. They have a big one Friday night against Grand Rapids South Christian at East Kenwood High. But Mars is the kicker and also the goalie. For Forest Hills Eastern Soccer, I think he stopped 17 shots, which is a lot in high school last night. one nothing. We score a late goal. I think Noah McGraw stuck it between the goalkeeper's legs. Or I, I was in the distance, but we scored. Legend jumped in, was on the field. I, one thing I love about my son, every time he's on the field, there seems to be action. And that's just legend. He's kind of like a point guard in soccer. Just all the natural athletic ability of my children. I just, I see so much of me there. (laughs) So a nice win. They needed it. They lost a couple of tough ones and they're young and they had a lot uh, leave them. And also they went through a coaching change where Scott Green last year did such a marvelous job with Four Souls Eastern Boys Soccer. So they got uh, Edith Marich who has come in and I, you know, you change coaches, his systems, they know players, uh, rotations. It's still a work in progress, but a nice win. Waylon uh, was a tough team. I love, I just can't get enough. I don't, I don't care about winning and losing. Winning is sweeter, but I just love watching my children when they work hard. And I see the work that Legend's putting in an ace, and it's just really cool to watch. When your kids get to the high school level and they're playing with friends and People you've known, and I remember Mars Steenwick, he was a goalkeeper. Gosh, when I think with Ace, they were like 10 years old playing soccer for the old Midwest United. Or it might be a Grand Rapids crew then, I forget. Mars is a really good uh, goalkeeper in soccer. Mars Steenwick, fabulous. Keeps us in games. It was like 9-1 to one on shots at halftime, 0-0. Zero, zero. Soccer is like hockey, where one team can, and the Wings have done this, like they'll drop 60 shots on the Sharks in a playoff game, and the Sharks will have 19 and win the game 2 nothing, right? And it's based on a hot goalie in hockey and just like a hot goalie in soccer. And Mars Steenwick is such a good dude. After every football game or if he sees me after a soccer game, he always uh, comes up to me, says hello. I just say, I mean, He'd known him, what, seven, eight years when they were playing soccer together. I, 
and I know a lot of parents out there have kids playing high school sports. I cannot get enough of watching them because you know it's not going to last. And when it's gone, everybody talks about empty nesting and how it's such a wonderful thing. Uh, and then they get, I miss it. I'm, what time is your kids playing? I just want to come to a game, right? Well, your kids playing? Where, where are they playing at? Middleville? Who? I got Grand Rapids South Christian in football Friday night. I think South Christian is ranked two in the AP D4 poll. We're 11. We're undefeated. They had a tough Hail Mary loss to EGR Carson Thornton, Austin Thornton's son. Heck of an athlete. Basketball, football player threw a Hail Mary to beat a South Christian. So that'll be awesome. That'll be big Friday night at East Kenwood here on the west side of the state. Let's go get an update. Uh, Harlan Barnett talked to the media today. Uh, game week, you get Washington coming in, one of the toughest teams in the country, a team legitimately that could win the national championship, also a team moving into the Big Ten. Next year, you got the Tucker suspension. You got all that drama uh, surrounding it. Jim Comperoni, SpartanMag.com, has been doing a lot of great work following this story. So uh, what's the latest out of East Lansing? Hey, great to be on your show, Bill. Yes, no shortage of storylines here in East Lansing. Harlan Barnett met with media today for the first time as Michigan State's interim head coach. And uh, a lot of noteworthy observations over there, Bill. <clears throat> first of all, Barnett comes out. He's got a suit on and a tie, well, a jacket and a tie, like Mark D'Antonio used to do. And it's clear that, uh, that Harlan Barnett wants to do well enough to keep this job long-term. He was asked if that's his goal, and he said, hey, man, that's been my goal for a long time. I did not want it to be this way, but it's an opportunity. And uh, he's like, let's go, let's go. He didn't look at the camera and say, yes, I intend to stay Michigan State's coach. But knowing him, he's not going to come out there with that kind of bravado, but I guarantee he wants to win this year and win enough to keep this job to be Michigan State's permanent head coach. And a couple of days ago when all this happened, I thought, well, yeah, Barnett, well, you know, he, maybe he's got a shot. Um, after today, I think he's got. I, I would say he's got. I'd say his chances of doing this are maybe a little bit better than I expected a couple days ago. He's into it. D'Antonio's supporting him. The question is, can they win enough and demonstrate enough for that to happen? The game against Washington. I've been saying all spring and all summer that is not going to be the litmus test for this team. If by some chance they play great and keep it close or even win then yes, I'll change my, my viewpoint on that game. I think Washington is so good that they can put up 450 yards passing and 45 points on just about anybody. The limit stats is going to be Maryland and at Iowa, Rutgers, and then the Michigan game and so forth. That's when uh, we'll see how he's doing with this team. And um, if you don't mind a run-on, a run-on answer, it's my observation here, Bill, that – these coaches just want to coach, and I was observing players on Sunday when all this went down out, out by the, the, the football building, as a matter of fact. They, they just want to play football. They're, they're moving on, and you know I know those of us on the outside have been fixated on all the drama and the soap opera of the Mel Tucker situation and Brenda Tracy and all that. These people have a huge football game against a great football team that buried them last year. As athletes, they, need to, they know – that they need to be buckled up, dialed in, and together to go out there and have a chance to win. They are competitors, and they want to get it done. They're not involved with the, with the drama and the soap opera, Bill. That's my observation here. Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com, the MSU Insider, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line.
Yeah, I want to follow up on what you just said. I agree with you. And Harlan Barnett, there's a couple of things that stick out to me. And you mentioned this yesterday, how quick they moved with the replacement crew uh, for Mel Tucker after the suspension. D'Antonio obviously has a lot of pull still in East Lansing and would be able to recommend Harlan. And they're going to have to pay something or they won't have the money to go out and land a $70 million coach. And it may be Barnett as a buffer guy for a couple of years at lower cash. You're right. I mean, all those things are possible. If Mel Tucker wins the hearing in October, then the settlement's going to be substantial. And Michigan State will have to pay him and his new coach. And that can add up quickly. Try going around and passing the hat for donations on something like that. If Michigan State is fortunate enough that Harlan Barnett goes on a run and has a good season this year and has full support and has the type of season in half a year or, you know, 10 games, the type of season that Dabo Sweeney had as interim coach at Clemson in 2008, that would be very fortunate for Michigan State if something like that were were to happen. Uh, what, what is uh, D'Antonio's, because there's been a, a role, there's been a lot of different talk. He's going to be in the box now. He's going to be on the sidelines on a headset uh, with Barnett. Uh, what if, What is the official role in the return of Mark D'Antonio? I can't remember if they're calling him assistant head coach. I think associate head coach. Now, they didn't give, they didn't give further clarification as to whether he'll be on the field or in the box. <clears throat> Harlan Barnett, throughout the course of this season, has been on the field. So they don't necessarily – it's not as if Barnett's been in the booth and if you bring him on the field, you're losing a set of eyeballs in the press box. The set of eyeballs on the defensive side of the field will stay – can stay the same if they want to have D'Antonio on the field. Um, I, I suspect that Barnett is going to want to have D'Antonio on the field. Barnett said, hey, he's going to be – you know, he was asked, is D'Antonio going to be like a calming influence, like a mentor on the scene? He says, exactly right, all those things, calming influence. And you know how it is like in baseball. You need that old-timer bench coach just so you don't miss something sitting there next to you. When it comes time, if it's a close game, and Barnett, who's never served as a head coach, has decisions that need need to be made, A, B, C, right now, right now, having D'Antonio right there on the headset offering input is something that Barnett can lean on, and it's something that every head coach needs, quite frankly. And these two go back to, I think, 2004, when D'Antonio hired him to be defensive backs coach at, at uh, Cincinnati. They've been together in some capacity for a long time. They speak the same language. They know each other. They're very similar personality-wise, very similar from a spirituality standpoint. They know they can lean on each other and trust each other. And, and Barnett not have a better corner man right now than Mark D'Antonio. So Barnett and D'Antonio officially just interim tags at this time, right, until the Mel Tucker suspension is settled through the hearing. And then as David Gregory, a lawyer and sports agent certified, but the NFLPA said yesterday from Bull Rush Sports, he was in studio the entire show with us, that there also is a 60-day window on a decision can take up to that long and an appeals process that could take it uh, into early 2024. So this thing just isn't going to be a one-day October hearing and done or two-day October hearings, plural, and done. Yeah, and settlements, of course, can happen at any time in terms of Michigan State and Mel Tucker. But, yeah, a lot needs to uh, needs to take place before uh, Tucker uh, can find out 
exactly you know what kind of compensation he can get on his way out and that hearing is going to have a lot to do with it the hearing is going to come and go and we're not we're not going to know much about it uh, with a possible exception of, as to who of, of who actually attends the hearing but we're not going to get any play by play or anything after that and it'll be x number of days before um, that title nine attorney arrives at a decision and like you said after that there can be Appeal, so it could take a long time. In the meantime, Michigan State's going to try to play a brand of football that uh, that the, that could possibly result in Barnett keeping this job. And hey, there's no better job interview than ten football games coming up. I think if I'm Michigan State, I, I push to get a settlement done with D'Antonio and maybe even with Tracy. Because uh, you don't need this story lingering for another month, two months, three months in the 2000. And 24, especially when you're getting into that early football recruiting period. I'm talking from a football standpoint, uh, because when you get to the he said, she said, and both statements released last night uh, through lawyers, Mel Tucker and Brenda Tracy, that if I'm Michigan State, I'm, I'm pushing for settling with Mel Tucker and also Brenda Tracy, because they may have to do that, seeing that. She was a vendor to the school, and Mel was an employee of Michigan State, and just uh, get that behind them and then move on and figure out a process and systems where things like this uh, don't blow up on MSU. Yeah, that's an option. And I have to wonder, in the back rooms at Michigan State, did they assume that when all this broke, well, we're not going to have to pay Tucker. This is going to be zero. You know, we've got we – got, uh, cause, you know, based on the morality clause in the contract, he, he's going to walk away with nothing. Now are they wondering, well, you know, maybe he could win this this hearing and maybe we're, we will have to pay him. I, I just wonder what they're thinking. I've had two different Title IX attorneys tell me that they think Tucker has a 50% chance of winning. Yeah, and David Gregory is a lawyer and leaned on former partners of his who are uh, experts in the Title IX field, they said that either party doesn't even have to show up uh, to this hearing uh, in October. Uh, so, you know, maybe the statement from Tucker was, you know, he brought race into it. Uh, you know, Michigan State doesn't want another lawsuit coming from Tucker, or if they settle with Tucker and not with Tracy and a lawsuit from her, I they they just need to figure out a way how to stop lawsuits connected to anything inappropriate when it comes to sexual activity. I would agree with that, Bill. I think you're right. That's it. They need to do it. And in a football side of it, Harlan Barnett, I do support him getting a shot because you're at Michigan State right now. Uh, there's no big-name coach who's going to walk in and follow in the footsteps of this right now. It, it go, even going back to when D'Antonio resigned abruptly, uh, that they were looking for a coach and had to settle on a guy who struggled – at Colorado, came out of the box strong, beat Michigan twice, uh, had the support of boosters, had a second bidder with LSU, and got a $95 million deal. That seems like decades ago, and now he's suspended. It's crazy how fast everything can change, but when you're talking about billions of dollars connected to college sports, uh, it does change in a hurry. You can follow everything connected to Tucker, Harlan Barnett, D'Antonio, back and more. SpartanMag.com. That is SpartanMag.com. Comp, appreciate the update. Yeah, thanks a lot. We do have the video of Barnett's press conference today. You can find that at SpartanMag.com. Also, SpartanMag.com. Search on the YouTube channel. You can find it there, and Michigan State fans can 
do it for themselves. Thanks a lot, Bill. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, SpartanMag.com. Thank you, comp. He's honest. I'm honest. People are like, oh, well, you should be ripping, uh, you know, questioning him about D'Antonio. No, you know where I stand. You can go to Ed Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. I really recommend everybody with a lawyer and a certified NFL PA agent and David Gregory from Bull Rush Sports in studio yesterday for three hours. That podcast is a real strong listen. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts or I do have it pinned Add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. I do have a road show update, Superfly, Friday. I'm at the McDonald's in Granville, three until six. We're going to have Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire uh, join us out there. I think three until five. We'll preview the Lions and the Seahawks on Sunday. So if you're listening on our flagship station, 96.1 The Game in Grand Rapids, you can join me at the McDonald's in Granville off of 44th Street. They got a best burger promotion where they're changing, not changing, it's subtle changes to make your burgers even better at your local Michigan McDonald's. And I might get one of those Lions bundles where you get a couple of Big Macs and fries and me and Resden can just eat nonstop. That's it, just nonstop when we're doing the show. So if you're in the Grand Rapids area or you're going to be traveling through uh, the McDonald's in Granville off of 44th Street, I'll be there broadcasting statewide live Friday 3 until 6 and stop by all of the Michigan McDonald's and try the best burger uh, in Michigan. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Friday, October 27th, TVs and Practical Jokers are up to their usual trips. If you're not here, you are missing out. It's the Tenderloins at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Sal, James, and Brian for two shows and twice the laughs. 7 and 10 p.m. Tickets start at $59. On sale now at the box office and etix.com. Don't miss the Drive, 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 Drive Tour with the Tenderloins, October 27th. Party hard, laugh louder. Details at SoaringEagleCasino.com. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. 
over to Tracy for breaking news. We have super good news, Dave. The super sale is back at Meyer Friday and Saturday only. Get the biggest savings on Meyer sliced bacon, fresh Meyer chicken tenderloins, select apples, Sargento cheese, Coca-Cola or Pepsi products, plus deposit where applicable, and brawny paper towels. Get Meyer super sale deals in store or online while supplies last. Now that is super. Shop this Friday and Saturday only during the Meyer super sale. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com slash business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. How would you like to win $1,500 in cash from Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Carter Dorn Mayhew Firm? All I have to do is beat my pro football picks and you could be the winner. Get your picks in until early Sunday morning at thehugeshow.net. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. 19 radio stations strong for the one close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. You can listen to the free stream there. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show. And you can listen anywhere in the world where you get mobile service. I'm looking at ESPN's TV and radio coverage of Aaron Rodgers' torn Achilles. I'm trying to think if the guy's still alive based on the way ESPN radio and TV just talking nonstop. I, I I get that New York is the largest city in the country and they're zeroing in on the biggest TV and radio market and they have a presence there, right? With studios. I think what's overlooked to me is that this this doesn't look like the end of the world for the Jets. Yeah, they may not be a 15 and 2 team, but they sure look like they could be 11 and 6. And, you know, are they, I think they're good enough to beat Miami once at least, right? Beat New England twice. I don't know. Their defense is nasty. Wilson is as good as any receiver in the game, the running game, the coaching, the energy, the culture. I, what, what it showed me last night that if Rodgers is in there healthy the entire game and the rest of the year, that, they legitimately could have been like one of those 16-1 and one teams. I mean that. Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com, national NFL columnist uh, with Yahoo. He joins us here on the huge show across Michigan. Wow, four plays in. There it goes. I don't know if it's the end of the Rodgers story ever with the Jets, but that was crazy. I, I mean, it's... 
I couldn't come up with a really a single comparison to it. I mean, we talk about like if this is the end for Rodgers, and my gut says he's going to try to play again next year because he doesn't want to go out like that, and he wants to give New York something for what they gave up. But if that is the end of Aaron Rodgers' NFL career. It's the weirdest player to a new team scenario we've ever seen. Like everybody brings up, like oh Mike Piazza playing nine games for the Marlins. This was. <laughs> a four-time NFL MVP, one of the greatest quarterbacks ever, and he might go 0 for 1 in four plays with the New York Jets, and that's it. Like that might be the extent of Aaron Rodgers' Jets career is a couple of preseason highlights, one incompletion in a regular season, and him getting hurt. Like it's just bananas. I feel so bad for the Jets fans. I heard you talking on top. I I get where you're coming from with they're not dead yet, but. Zach Wilson is going to be the worst quarterback in football. I guess maybe not because Arizona still exists, but Zach Wilson is just not it. They, they cannot win with that guy. We saw it last year. Their defense was awesome last year. Garrett Wilson was awesome last year. It didn't matter. Brees Hall, Brees Hall was awesome last year. It didn't matter. They could not function on a normal level in offense because their quarterback was such a black hole. And I Maybe that changes. Maybe Zach has something that we haven't seen yet, including last night. But I just think this Jets team's dead. They're, they they might win nine games, but they're not going anywhere. They're not winning a Super Bowl. They're not making a playoff run I, unless they have some magic up their sleeve of quarterback. And it just stinks to be because Jets fans are always going to wonder, like you said, what if? What if Rodgers would have stayed healthy all season? Because I, I just put a competent quarterback in there, and that team did look like a Super Bowl contender last night. I will say the second half, they look like a team that you know could – could win the AFC to me because their defense, I thought, you know, their timely plays, you know, Wilson's uh, athletic ability, just uh, the running game. I do like Salah and the coaching staff, and maybe that's because watching Hard Knocks, I made uh, that connection. Uh, it, but then the Bills didn't look like a team. Some are saying, well, their window is shutting. They don't look like a Super Bowl team. Joe Burrow, the Browns uh, look like they have the best defense in the AFC. I'm you know, people are saying Steelers are going to be the surprise team. They could win 12 games. I'm watching the Niners take it to them. Uh, Chargers-Dolphins was entertaining, but uh, no defense. Uh, you know, I'm looking at the AFC right now. Uh, even with Rodgers out with the torn Achilles now, Frank. And we got a dominant, two dominant teams and Lions on the road at KC on this side over in the NFC. But the AFC, you and I, had talked a couple of times during the offseason, was supposed to be the power conference. Who who showed you in the AOC like they could just be a wrecking ball all year long? Oh, for sure. I mean, week wasn't, one was not good for the AFC, no. but I'm not giving up after one week. It's it's The Bengals are going to be fine, and the Bills are going to be fine. They're a really, really good football team. And the Dolphins, I mean, my goodness, two is good. Wow, <laughs> we, yeah. We kind of need, need to stop making, like, qualifiers for Tua being good. I, I, I really dislike the conversation with Tua of it's always, oh, well, he has Tyreek Hill. Oh, well, the coaching staff's really good. Well, so what? He's one of the top five or so quarterbacks in the game. He consistently proves that when he's healthy. So I think that these teams we thought would be good will still be good. It was just a bad week one for them. I remember two years ago, the Packers, I believe, lost 38-3 to to the Saints in week one. They ended up getting the number one seed in the NFC. Weird things happen week one, and I just think that it was a weird week one for the AFC. I think all these teams except for the Jets are going to be honestly totally fine at the end of the day. And looking at the NFC, the Cowboys, wow. That defense looked good, huh? Sunday night against the Giants? Man. I mean, when you can rush a quarterback like that, I mean, it's, mm. 
it just brings you up a level. I, you can you can win a Super Bowl if you can rush a quarterback like that. Uh, and I mean, it was I, you know a lot of people you know kind of ribbing Daniel Jones and all. It's like what do you expect Daniel Jones to do? He had two defenders in his lap every time he took a snap. I mean, they could not block the Dallas Cowboys all night. It was stunning. It was really a good performance by the Cowboys. And uh, you know, I try not to overreact to Week One, but you look at that game and you're like. Well, <laughs> Dak didn't even do anything. He didn't have to. He was 147 yards or whatever he was. He'll be fine going forward. He's got a lot of guys to throw to, and Pollard looked good. And and that defense isn't going away. So, yeah, all of a sudden you have to, wherever you have the Cowboys, wherever you thought about them, you probably bump them up a notch because they really, really look good on Sunday night. Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com, National NFL columnist, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Yeah, the NFC... The power teams that we talked about over the summer, Cowboys, uh, Eagles, I'd probably put the Niners in front of the Eagles, Lions winning at KC is big even without Jones and Kelsey. You know, New Orleans, an ugly victory. Browns were one of the biggest surprises and what they did, even that's an AFC uh, conversation. And I thought the Packers, uh, how that offense, you know, you, you told me either last week, two weeks ago when we talked, that you thought the Packers would be the biggest challenger to the Lions in the NFC North, and they looked awesome in Week One against the Bears. Yeah, they really did. And you know, all off season, I, what I kept saying was, just because we haven't seen Jordan Love play doesn't mean he's bad. I don't know why everybody just assumed well, the Packers are going away because Jordan Love's terrible. Why? We haven't seen him play. We saw him through eighty passes. What, 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 <laughs> He's not some guy off the street. He's a former first-round pick. And I think that you saw him play well. He's not – look, he's not going to be Aaron Rodgers, but he doesn't have to be. That team can run the ball. The defense looked a lot better than it did last year, but the, the talent we all knew was there. I think Matt is a great coach. I really do. I think he's the most underrated guy in the Packers, and the biggest reason I like the Packers is we look at this. He has an unbelievable record. I think if he was had enough games to qualify, he'd have the highest winning percentage of all time or close to it. But we just always just say, oh, is he coach Aaron Rodgers is not that hard. That's, that's not how that works. I, I think Matt LaFleur is a really, really good coach. I think the Lions-Packers, uh, the race for the NFC North is going to be really fun. I, Lions obviously went on the road and got that huge, huge win. Kind of solidified and, and re- reinforced what they were at the end of last year. That, that they're going to be a good team, but I think the Packers showed a lot, too. I mean, it wasn't just beating the Bears, because I don't think the Bears are very good, but to beat them like they did, to just dominate them and and love to look like he did, I think it was a real statement that, hey, the Packers are going to be a lot better than a lot of people figured they would be. And I'll give Stafford and the Rams credit. I didn't see that coming, their domination of Seattle. Yeah. Oh man, that was that was really something. I I thought, all things considered, I mean, fifteen targets to a fifth round rookie, uh, Nakua, uh, Tutu Atwell who hadn't done anything. I think he got like ten targets. You look at the guys Matthew Stafford was throwing to on the road against a Seattle team. I, I always going to be good at just how Stafford played and he looked. I thought that was one of the best games of Stafford's career. And I know that's kind of crazy for a guy who has been around a long time and he's got. 50,000 yards or whatever he's at now. 
But just watching him play with the cast he had to work with, I thought that that was as good as Stafford is is going to play in his career. I was really impressed. Happy for him, too. I mean, he's going in his phase of his career where he's got the ring, but he's on this rebuilding team now, and he's in his late 30s. And, uh, you know, it can't be the same kind of juice he had when he was taking the, that Rams team to a Super Bowl. I thought Stafford played great, though. I, I was really, really happy for him and impressed. That was that was a heck of a performance. Frank Schwab, heck of a performance on air. Yahoo.com, National NFL columnist. Thank you, my man. It was a great week one. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, back at you. Frank Schwab, check it in. On the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Yeah, Stafford. You don't think he was motivated watching Thursday Night Football and seeing the Lions and seeing golf and that team win at Kansas City? I I told a couple buddies, I think he's going to have a big game. So Seattle's banged up coming into Detroit. And can you imagine what Ford Field will be like on Sunday? Now, if you're going down to the game or just going down to hang out and party and celebrate the Lions home opener, you can join me with my friends from Budweiser. I will be at Tin Roof just a block or so away from Ford Field, 10 a.m. until noon on Sunday. Stop by, then I'll be heading over to the game. Here in about 20 minutes, former major leaguer John Vanderwall, one of our Tigers, MLB insiders. He'll be in studio. We'll talk about the Tigers' offseason and how that starting lineup and roster could look like on opening day 2024. Vandy, known as Captain C, in studio in 20 minutes on the huge show across Michigan. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. He hasn't made a putt all day, but if he makes this one, we're all cracking a Labatt. Hold it, did you say if your buddy makes this putt, we're all cracking a Labatt? How about a Labatt blue light? Uh, yeah. Hey, buddy, you can do it! To left to right break, just outside the cup, a touchdown hill. Appreciate the support. You guys mind if I putt now? Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Best putt ever. Because making the big shot is better with a big crowd. Labatt takes everything to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer 2023 Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. All rights reserved. Labatt Regulations, U.S. trademark of Labatt Brewing Company Limited. Hey, buddy, where's my Labatt Blue Light? He made the putt for crying out loud. I want my Labatt Blue Light. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. I'm Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball. I'm Herman Moore, and football is my game. So we know a few things about sports and the passion of Detroit fans. That's why we're big fans of Eagle Casino and Sports. It's the mobile sports book that lets you bet on action all year long. Right from your mobile device. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Download the app and start winning today. Must be 21 or older and in Michigan to play. There are 13 folds that bring the American flag to the iconic shape of freedom. This summer, Folds of Honor and Budweiser celebrate 13 years of changing military and first responder lives together. 
Service never stops, and neither will we. So join me in raising a Budweiser to raise funds for Folds of Honor. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch, Budweiser, Lager Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. How would you like to win $1,500 in cash from Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Carter Dorn Mayhew Firm? All I have to do is beat my pro football picks and you could be the winner. Get your picks in until early Sunday morning at thehugeshow.net. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Live across Michigan on a Tuesday broadcast presented by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Your home for live sports betting, NFL, college football, and more all week long. Make it a weekend getaway inside the Ascend Sportsbook and Nightclub at Soaring Eagle. Book your room. Find out more at SoaringEagleCasino.com. Lions and the Seahawks. We'll be on the TV Sunday at Ascend. I'll be at the game at Ford Field. Marcus Thomas Sr. from Lions Nation Unite. He is standing by, ready to talk about the Lions and what to expect Sunday against the Seahawks. How you doing, my man? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? Good, man. Uh, Lions 1-0. Uh, they look like they belong with the elite, not only in the NFC, but uh, the NFL. And they need some payback against the Seahawks. Sunday, Seahawks are banged up. Ford Field probably be as loud as uh, any game ever uh, in that building. Your thoughts on the matchup? Um, game two is just as important as game one. Um, you got opportunity to beat a really good team. Um, like you said, they're, they're beat up. But um, at the same time, um, I wasn't impressed with what I saw from them. The offense is pretty much still the same. Uh, so you have a real legit opportunity to go and take care of business here at home against a good Seahawks team. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how these defenses uh, match up uh, with what we have to offer. So based on what we all watched in the Lions win at Kansas City last Thursday night, what do you think we'll see more of Sunday at home against the Seahawks? Um, well, when it, I, I think we will see a lot more from the offense. Um, I think they were trying to be um, a little careful. Uh, you know, a lot of fans wanted to see Gibbs out there more. Um, I think you'll see him put into the offense a little bit more in this opportunity. Um, on the defensive side of the ball, the matchups are a lot different. Uh, you have some some issues to deal with at the receiving core uh, when it comes to the Seahawks. So I expect the the defense uh, to to show up pretty well. But it's going to be some tough battles for some of those those young guys on the edge. DK Metcalf, I mean, this dude is, I mean, he's a handful himself. So um, he's going to open up some things. And plus, you have a nice running back room and a backfield for Seahawks. So you know, uh, the middle of the field is what I'm going to be paying attention to. I want to see how that middle looks uh, as far as stopping the run. So uh, we didn't get a chance to see Broderick Martin last game. So um, I'll definitely be paying attention to that. 
Marcus Thomas Sr., known as Everything King on YouTube, also part of Lions Nations Unite, or Lions Nation Unite, joining us here on the huge show across Michigan. All for one game. Uh, have you changed the way you think how this season will go for the Lions? Absolutely not. Um, I had, I mean, total faith that the Lions could, you know, beat Kansas City. I mean, whether they had Kelsey or not, um, I just think that this team is really uh, trying to prove something this year. Um, and we all know how Super Bowl champs usually look um, when they're starting a the season, even though uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes is pretty much uh, unscathed when it comes to season openers. But, you know, I just think the, the Lions caught them at the right time, right opportunity. Um, and I expect them to continue to do that with certain teams like the Seahawks um, and some of the tougher teams in this league, they want to make a statement. That's what it's all about this year. You know, we got all the hype, hear everything on social media, see the media saying everything about the Lions, but now it's time to prove it. It's time to go out and show it. So Dan Campbell talks about that a lot, and I I truly do believe that the Lions are still really hungry, and um, these guys are going to go out and try to prove it. And I'm curious to see from uh, almost a year ago when Seattle – won that shootout, 48-45, I think the final was. How much the Lions have improved uh, when we see that game on Sunday? Everything King on YouTube, Marcus Thomas Sr., Lions Nation, Unite, and more really good stuff when it comes to the Lions. My man, always appreciate your time here on the Huge Show. Hey, I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Everything King. Search that right on YouTube. Everything King. That was my high school... Nickname in the yearbook, but I I'm not good. I like Marcus Thomas Senior. I'm not going to fight him on trademarks. Not going to do that. If you ask anybody at Sparta High School, everything King. That was my name, and now he has it on YouTube talking about the Lions with Lions Nation Unite. John Vanderwall is standing by, ready to join us in studio. Hour number three. We'll talk about the Tiger season. What their starting lineup and roster could look like come opening day. 2024 down in Lakeland, what the offseason could bring. Who stays, who goes, what about A.J. Hinch, what about the coaching staff? Everything across the board. Vanderwall, Captain C, as he's called. You want a sip of this? He'll be in studio. Former major leaguer. In Cooperstown, Hall of Famer with the most pinch hits in a single Major League Baseball season. The Vandy Man can. Oh, can talk some baseball. The Vandy Man can. Keeps inviting me to golf. I'm like, dude, you're stalking. Back off. Superfly and I will let you know when we can go to Egypt Valley. And no, you don't want to pay the non-member fees, so you want me to get some muni course. I get it, Mr. Hall of Famer. Remember, if you want to catch up on the show, our podcasts are free. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge. following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. 
Tuesdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to SoaringEagleCasino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. What's up, Michigan? It's our number three on this Tuesday broadcast being heard on 19 radio stations across the state. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. You can also listen to the free stream there weekdays at 3. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show, and you can catch up and listen on your schedule when you want to with all of our free podcasts, uh, Apple, Google, Spotify, just mentioned iHeart and more. John Vanderwall, former major leaguer, calls West Michigan home, played at Hudsonville Western. He's played with Jeter, with Bonds. He is in the Baseball Hall of Fame for most pinch hits in a single season in Cooperstown and Shrine, right next to Babe Ruth's entire exhibit. I've been there. It's emotional. Me and John went. Tears were streaming down his cheek. Tears were streaming down my cheek because I thought I'd get in free with John because he's in the Hall of Fame and they charged me like $27.50. Uh, congrats on the Hall of Fame. How long have you been in there? In the oh Hall of Fame. boy. Not me and my baseball. And what, what, what year was that when you had the all-time single season? 1995. Pitchers? Really? Yeah. Wow. In a uh, strike, strike shortened season. So what was it, 140-some games. So you... They didn't have the 162, bro. They didn't have the 162 and you still have the record. Yep. That's like Babe. Man, I'm telling you, I'm calling you Babe Vanderwald now. Yeah. How you doing? You doing good? Doing, yeah. I'm, I'm feeling much better. Thank you. Okay, yeah. I know you, you went through a battle of uh, something personal and private that we won't go into details, but I'll just it's call you. a tough you. week last week. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'll just call you Captain COVID. Hey, you want to sip of this lovely this drink here? What would you say? You want to sip of oh, this? I thought you said syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said syphilis. Come on, have a... Have oh a I'm like, oh boy, that's that's pretty open hey, with the a, audience. Uh, that's that's pretty open. Have, with the audience. have a drink of my multi-colored slurpy. He said like syphilis. I'm like, well, what? Uh, I go, I go, whoa, okay, John. It's not been that. Hey, tough. hey, I appreciate Vanderwall. He's honest about <laughs> everything. He can be honest about Spencer <laughs> Torkelson and honest about feeling under the weather. But speaking of Tork. Uh, you said it back in June that his swing was planing out and that you thought he was on his way and, you know, he's doing everything people expected maybe over a year ago. What an, what an incredible second half he's had. He's got the at-bats now. He's finally starting to learn how to play the game of baseball in the major leagues, and it's it's really, really awesome to see. It's awesome to see somebody who... Even though he had been struggling, even though they, his development had been um, botched by the Tigers early, uh, he has come around. He's got the at bats, and he's having a heck of a season. And uh, 
it's it's was really it's really awesome to watch. You know, we we do this every you know month or so. Uh, we did it up until the start of football, and I'm getting you uh, in studio to look ahead to the off season and Lakeland training camp 2024. Uh, so let's do an update on Tigers currently on the big league roster that you think are keepers and are part of the roster in 2024. Obviously, we both agree on Torkelson, right? Yep. No brainer. No brainer. All right. Uh, Jake Rogers? Yes. Yes. Okay. Matt Verlin, yes. Yes. And yeah, we're, we're both there. Zach McKinstry? I like him, too. I think he's earned it. I don't know if he'll be a starter, but I think he's earned a, a spot on the roster. He's done enough this year, and he's played a lot. He's, he's played more in the big leagues, and he was almost playing every day and getting exposed. So, yes, he's he's went through that. Good player, can play all over the place. I like him. And Zach Short has shown to be the typical bench utility guy. I, he's okay. He is. He's not expensive. He's okay, right? Better than what they have there now. Yeah. Uh, Akil Badu, has he earned a spot I on like, the roster I, next I've year? always liked Akil Badu. Yes, he has. Obviously, they're going to have some problems, though. Yeah, yeah, on numbers on who they're going to keep in the outfield. Absolutely. So that could come into play, which we'll get into later inside this hour. On okay, uh, you're the Tigers front office. What do you target uh, in the off season? So Badu, Riley Green, Parko, or Parko. Well, I like Riley Green, but I mean he can't stay healthy. I know. You mean you start the the, the yellow flag starts coming up? Trade where you know he. Can, I don't know. I mean, right? what two years or year and a half? He's well, two years. He's supposed to be in the big leagues. He's played in the big leagues for how many how many at bats does he have? I mean, my my first concern is, will he ever play a whole season? I mean, now it's his elbow. And I mean, I heard I heard that you know a week back or so that now his elbow was bothering. But I mean, elbow, foot, this, that. Kid can't stay healthy. He's a good player, but I mean that's that raises huge concerns, and I know it raises huge concerns within the, the Tiger organization. It has to. Well, because you, you got Kerry Carpenter, Parker Meadows has really shown uh, not ready yet. Maybe AAA guy next year, or or is he going to be on the big league roster? That still remains to be seen. I you got to you got to give him September and give him his at bats through the end of the year here. You cannot say he's a he's a lock to make this team. But I think he's a lock for AAA. He's a lock. He's on the right. forty man. He's going to be an up down guy. Possibly, possibly be the, be a guy who is on the team. I think they want him on the team in center field. But you, he's got it's a very very short sample, and he's more than likely going to end up probably on the on the big league roster, and he's probably going to get the shot to play. Because you got Kerry Carpenter again. You're talking about decisions and issues with an abundance of outfielders. With you know, Veerling Carpenter coming on this year, right? They look like they're well. Carpenter is the best player on the team, right? And he, so that they're locks. I'm talking roster locks uh, for next year. Uh, you got Badu. We're talking about. Uh, you got Riley Green. Uh, you got a lot of lefties, and, and you got Parker lefties. Meadows, who again. The rest of September, spring training next year could play his way into a roster spot, right? Well, if it's between Parker Meadows and Badu, this is probably the sad thing because I think Badu deserves to be on that team, but Parker will make it before him. And Badu could be one of those winner trade guys we'll get to coming. He could up. be, but I would I would in my personal opinion, I would keep Badu before I would keep Parker Meadows just because of the experience level. So but, they could keep Parker Meadows at triple A and keep Badu and see what happens. They could, but I don't believe that's what they're gonna do. Yeah, so we're, again, when we go through positions right now, 
you know, and, th- and this kind of sets up the offseason. And John Vanderwall, former major leaguer in studio, uh, talking Tigers looking ahead to the winter in 2024. So they're set at catcher, set at first with Torkelson. We'll I see. wish they wouldn't have got rid of the the other guy. What's his name? The catcher that they uh, they. Uh, oh, Eric Haas. Yeah, I I think that's a mistake. He he was a role player. Could play some outfield. Could hit the three run homer every once in a while. I they they must know they got somebody ready to fill that. Well, they hole. brought this guy in from Arizona who got canned from the Diamondbacks, and they brought him in. And they signed him, and I and I'm like, I've watched him play. I, I'm not like thoroughly impressed with him. Carson Kelly, right? Yeah, it, it's like I'm sure he's, you know, he's an okay player, but you had a dude that everyone loved on that team, and he had a bad year. He's having a bad year, but but as a human being, you're going to have a bad year. The kid, the kid has enough. He had enough there to bounce back, and and I hope that he stays or that he still has the opportunity to stay with the Tigers. Uh, I liked him. I think the, he was a great clubhouse guy, and you have Rogers, who's going to get the get most of the playing time anyway. Uh, I'm not real sure why they made that decision. It kind of sounds like somebody they hired or someone that's within the organization itself that was with the Arizona and they liked this kid for some reason and now they signed him. That's what it looks like to me. Uh, I'm not convinced that was the right way to go. I don't. Th- I'm going to say it wasn't the right way to go. Just like. I said last year with the Candelaria deal that they, they should have at least kept him at third base. So I, I don't like it. I think they should have kept the other kid. Or some of these moves by Harris, Scott Harris, the team president, are they a setup for deals or people you want to target during the winter? We'll touch on that in a little bit. But I just want to go through positions that are set, Johnny. Uh, Rogers at catcher for now, Torkelson at first, McKinstry at second. Uh, Vierling, you know, he sticks at you know, your outfield, infield, he can do it all. He's going to have to do it all because the outfield's... Uh, he's got to be third baseman, basically. He's got to right? be able to spell yeah. whoever's out there as a right-handed, as a platoon player, because they're not going to let... If I, I believe Parker's going to be on the team next year. There's no doubt. Are, are, well, Baez, Baez will exercise his option. There's no takers. Well, yeah, well, he's... He's a horrible player right now, but he ain't that stupid not to take that. Cause no so one, they're stuck with him next yes, year. Yes, absolutely. So, so there, I'm just, that's why I'm setting up 2024, that I'm looking at Rodgers at catcher, Torkelson, McKinstry, uh, or Torque at first, McKinstry at second, Baez at short, Veerling at third, and then your outfield is Riley Green, uh, you know, Kerry Carpenter, uh, Parker Meadows, or does Carpenter go to DH uh, with Miguel? Well, yeah, on, right. They could. I, I wouldn't. He's not. He's pretty good out there. They they have options now that Cabrera's gone. Funny thing is though that I don't. The Cabrera's gone after this year, but he's still one of their better hitters, and he's what sixty two. So <laughs> he still knows how to play the game. Well, you have the at least right now looking at it, you would have Badu, a healthy Riley Green in center. And Kerry Carpenter and Wright. Yeah, I, but I think they want Parker Meadows in center. I, I really do. I, I think they want, they do, I believe they want to move Riley Green to left field. That's what they Save his arm, maybe, right? Or? Well, Parker can fly. Parker Meadows can really fly. All right, so there. then you got Parker in center, Riley in left. Carpenter and right. Carpenter and right. Badu, who's a lefty. So you know you get an all lefty outfield right, with Veerling. Your DH becomes, because I haven't seen. You know, anybody, and I'm just talking about replacing Miguel in the line. I'm not replacing Miguel Cabrera in Detroit. I 
I don't see that bat, that everyday DH bat that could be there unless you're rotating That's one of those outfielders, do. right? They'll rotate the whole, which is really a good thing, so you get somebody off their feet. So uh, what we're going through this, it, it looks like, outside of the Parker Meadows question, John, that their starting lineup is set. With the way that they're going, yeah, with rebuilding. For 2024, yeah, it looks like it's set. I do not see any major acquisitions on that Rogers Rodgers at catcher, Torque at first, McKinstry at second, Baez the option at short, Veerling moves over to third. In the outfield, the rotation is Badu, Green, Meadows, and Carpenter. Right, and what I... And, then, and, the, and the odd guy out in that is DH in that day. It could be. But what I like and what I, I like seeing is that uh, Baez is getting benched now, so he's not playing. You know, are they trying to get him angry that they want him to not exercise the option or something? No, because he's not. He, he's smart enough that he's going to take that option. But it looks like it's no longer the the play that okay, just because you're making all this money, you're going to guaranteed to be out on the field every day, which is a good thing because now I've seen Zach Short come out there. Um, I've seen it, you know, several times the past couple of weeks where he's not he's not the guaranteed guy in every day playing at short. So that's good, and maybe it'll light the fire under him. I mean, his swing is horrible, just horrible and long. And how can it be that bad when you have hitting coaches, multiple hitting coaches? Doesn't matter. Video, everything. How can it be that bad? <laughs> Crickets. He don't listen to them. I wasn't going with crickets. That sounds like you're doing some bird watching down there by Thornapple River. Yeah. I mean, oh, you're it like, matter. I'm like, like, what's he doing? I'm trying to think he's going crickets. I'm thinking it sounds like <laughs> birds and trees. Hey, Javi, can you try this? <laughs> hey, Javi. Hey, uh, you know, during the offseason, this is John Vandewall. You want to come over to West Michigan? We'll go, uh, we'll go, bird, we'll go bird watching. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Javi, can you turn your body a little bit more so you can make that swing a little huh? longer. Could you also uppercut just a hair bit more so you can swing and miss at every pitch? Hey, can you turn your head a little bit more so neither of your eyes are looking at the pitcher? Hey, how about you just pull your head? Can you look at yourself on the scoreboard? I'm, I, you know, I just I look at it and, it, and it's it's comical I, because I know. I mean, I, I've watched a lot of these young kids progress this summer. These guys have done a very very good job. Who's ever leading their hitting? And Detroit is doing a really good job because they are they are working to stay through the ball. I can see Torkelson working to stay through the ball. I, you know, because all of our bad habits as hitters come back. They will come back. It's like a golf swing, right? It is. Oh yeah, just like a couple weeks ago at American Dunes. So yes, are but they will about come me back. Or you? Both. So they will always come back. And, and Torks, one of his things is he's an uppercutter guy. He likes to uppercut. And the bat goes in and out of the, goes in and out of the zone, and the, I can see they're working on him, keeping him through the zone. I think they lightened up uh, the weight on his bat and this, and maybe the length, and uh, they've done a really good job. And they're doing with with Badu, they've done a great job with him keeping him keeping him through the middle in a way. Um, they've done a great job. So they have, I'm sure they have gone to him and said, "Hey, man, we we can shorten this thing up. Let's shorten it up." And he's like, "Nah, he's." I got my money, cuz. So he's not doing it. I, like I think he team. will start next year because they're going to say you're not going to play anymore. 
and then he's going to sit there, and it really it it's not fun sitting on the bench. I've done it; it's not fun sitting on the and bench. And at some point, day. they just release him and eat the money. Then, if it's the final year, right? Yeah, they could, they or they could just let him commiserate on the bench and say, you know what? Why don't you just sit in the corner until you really want to? Because I tell you, the the guy can do it. The guy, the guy can, the guy can hit. If he wants to change, he can. And you got to remember too; he's going to want to play for another contract next year with somebody, right? Well, how long is his deal? I is it three or five years? I don't. I, I, Rodriguez. It was like 150 mil for five years, and you had an option after the third, second, or third year. So it must have been after the whatever it is. So he had an option to renegotiate after this year, probably. But I still think he has after this and not two or three more options. It's something like that. It's something ridiculous to get to 150 million. I mean, but this is the example here is on why other people didn't bet on, didn't want, weren't going after him. Because if you would have went after his background and knew his background, you knew this was what was going to happen. So it's happened, and the guy a, a, can be a tremendous player. Let's see if it happens in Detroit. Six years, $160 million. Yeah, something ridiculous. So, that, yeah, and so you're looking at where he's at right now. Uh, man, six years, $160 million. It's just the second year, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And even... I mean, I'm even shocked at how horrible he is this year. I didn't think he could get a, get any worse than he was last year, and he's even 140 million of it is guaranteed. So he he's set for life, and he's not even showing up. He's just cashing the paycheck, right? Ding ding. Yeah. Annual average salary of around 23 million. Bad man. I mean, that's. Hundred forty millions guaranteed. That's, so, I'm t- I mean, so it's just time, my opinion, but that's why uh, other people were not involved in negotiations mm, to try to get. Them. So you're looking at, you're 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 still looking at four more years on that deal. I, again, he had the opt out option. I think it was after two, if I'm not wrong. You know, if he was doing well, and, and you want to know for, somebody who was on irrevocable waivers, <laughs> which that was him, right? Well, it would, well, because no, because if. So they wanted somebody to pick him up. He was on some. I'm guarantee he's been on some sort of waiver list. Um, but he's been so bad, no one's going to pick him up. So they're stuck with him for. And that wa- waiver thing did change from when I played. So now it's irrevocable waivers. So like those guys that were on the waiver wires before the first of September, you could claim them and get them back, right? Well, before when I played, they were revocable waivers. You could claim them. Just get them off of the waiver wire, and then you could make a deal with the team that wanted them. Uh, but it's not that way anymore. So yeah, so they're stuck with bias for a while. Yeah, mm. man. So you think they're trying to get his attention and saying that you know it but, might even be beyond that now. Well, but if, you're, like, but if you, you know have if you don't want to play, right? If you have 140 million guaranteed, okay, and you're just there for a paycheck. At what point does Scott Harris say, look, you don't want to play, be here, you want to negotiate, or we're going to sit you, you're not going to play, and you're going to be done playing baseball, right? Yeah, or you know, play you know, two, three. Here, here's $30 million we're going to give you and be on your way. Yeah, right? no. He has $140 million guaranteed on the deal. Well, he's going to get mm-hmm. that, but I, no longer are you guaranteed that you're going to be on the field every day. So, right. yeah, so And that's what, that, that's what needs to happen. Is Rodriguez gone, or will they give him a deal? Um, I don't know. Did I just hear a choo-choo? You did. Oh, is that, hold on. Is that your phone? It is. Oh, this, okay. All right. The, I, 
If you, if you got a picture of a little toy train set going around in circles, I thought I could go around in circles. We're gonna go around in circles. I heard I heard a train going. I'm like, wait, we're not by any tracks, and I don't even want to know why you have a and you, train. Yeah, you don't want to know train either. ring. I don't. I don't even want to know. You yeah. want a drink? No. <laughs> you want a syphilis? <laughs> you want a syphilis? Uh, I go. Did he just say a sip of that? Hey, it's, like, you... it's like that new bear paint commercial. You know, like, uh, that's a pretty good one. Or, or cocaine bear. <laughs> have you watched that? <laughs> I watched it. Uh, it is funny. Have you watched it yet, Superfly? I watched it on Prime. It is the funniest movie ever. It is hilarious. It is. That is a late night movie with the guys at 2 o'clock that you have to watch and sit there while you're eating your late night food after a great night of your favorite adult beverages. Whoever played the bear should win an Academy Award. I Whoever was in that bear suit. Well, it's, it's an Academy it's, Award. It's just like the golf, the little golf, the golf Twitter thing. Um, the funny guy. Oh, who the had, club pro guy. Yeah, that guy. Did you That's see, funny. He goes. He, I saw the the club pro guy. It's on Twitter account. He sent out. You know, it's just making fun of being a a, a club pro. He goes, uh, yeah, uh, notice to all the members, I'm going to triple the initiation fee. Money's going to me. Uh, <laughs> DM me if you got an issue with it. <laughs> Oh my! Well, God. maybe Javi could be a club pro guy in uh, golf somewhere, but it, 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 that's an unfortunate thing. Um, so, where are they spending their money during? Uh, one thing, until unless Parker is ready, the the one piece I would like there with Miguel leaving. And you mentioned how he's you know really end of the year. I think he knows it's over. The goodbye celebrations. He, he's really you know he's not just laying down and cashing his check in his final season. I, I'd like another pop. Another guy with a bat who could hit 260, 270 and hit 25, 30 homers as your DH, right? I don't know if that player is out there, but I'm trying to think. You have to be right handed, too. Yeah, right handed power. But who is, because we're looking at the positions. And again, pitching uh, will be a major target in free agency. Has to be. Has to be if the Tigers want any chance. And the AL Central still will be up for grabs next year. Worst division. What did you tell me earlier? Two teams could lose 100 games in the same division. It's, it is the worst division I have ever. Tigers seen are only uh, you know Tigers are less than ten games out, and and you're like you know this, that at, is the worst division ever I have ever seen in my life in Major League Baseball. In Major League Baseball, is that bad? Wow, I mean it's it, two so, teams could lose hundred games. So you're the Tigers though. On that note, and and why we're talking here today, and John Vanderwall, former Major Leaguer in the studio, kind of looking ahead. I don't think there's two teams. There's the two, the two bottom teams in that division might not win the AAA crown. It's that bad. They're that bad. Yeah. And the Twins are doing it because they have better pitching, right? But then the Tigers, what the note we looked at, uh, 13 games in their division over 500. There's something like that. I mean, they're it's close crazy. to being I know. double digits over 500 or are over 500. Or you know, ten, twelve—I don't know what it is. But then, what are they against the rest of the league? It's funny you you know you watch this and you watch them play the Central. And man, they look boy, they look pretty good. And then they go against you know like the Yankees. They start going against other divisions. Then you start seeing what they really are. And what they really are is a below average team. They are a below average team that happens to be in the worst division in baseball. And when they play within that division, 
they give a lot of people a lot of hope and promise. But there's a there's a lot of work that needs to be done on that team, especially on the pitching side. Well, and the pitching is where I go because we we went through the starting lineup. I think it will be better than it was last year. It will be a lineup that could help you contend to win the weakest division in baseball, Nail Central. And that's why I think you back the truck up and give Rodriguez the money he wants because there's a true number one. You're, you're cringing right now. I think if they if they wanted him that bad, they'd already signed him by now. Already signed him. Like right, I they, think they wanted honestly, and, and I do not know anybody in the Tiger organization anymore, and I don't have any inside scoop. But from what I've heard from other people about him. I think they were, were hoping that he was gone the end of, at the July 31st. So, all right, so no Rodriguez. You got Tariq Skubal, who looks like a, you know, a three-starter on most teams. Reese Olsen has had some flash starts that where he's looked good. Fiedo will bounce back and forth and look good and then look horrible. I, yeah, I... If I'm a, there's guys that are in that staff right now, and I know Sawyer Gibson Long, which sounds like a, a law firm right down the street from our flagship station. Yeah, ninety six won the game in Grand Rapids. He came and in Sawyer Gibson Long. We're there to protect you. <laughs> I mean, I, I I look at the bullpen, and you you guys who have been hurt in and out, and you stop and you say, Bo Brisky, Lang, Foley, okay, you know Foley and Lang, okay, I. You literally, in my mind, maybe outside of Scoble, and you're, if you're not going to sign Rodriguez, you could flush every single one of those arms and bring in new guys, and I wouldn't miss one of them. You could. They won't because they were all drafted. You know, they love Parker Meadows. You no, know, I'm talking. Parker, I'm talking pitchers. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Parker. Uh, I mean, Manning. Yeah. Matt Manning. Matt Manning. I don't know why I went. I mean, I, my bad. I, I know. I know. Gone. You're you know, me. 57. Okay. COVID's yeah. gone. I know. You're 57 now. Yeah, I thought you were only fifty-two. Yeah, I know. Fifty-seven. I look, yeah. well, you, no, you you look fifty-two. Well, thank you. I'm just saying that because sure. I'm shocked that you're that old. I mean, <laughs> but I mean, you know, Manning you got motor skills, and you have a little, you know, mm-hmm. a tough tough time pronouncing. Do you want a sip of this? Or <laughs> it sounds like syphilis. But I mean, <laughs> hey, we did. Hey, we did roll though. We, you and I did roll and. American dudes. The other You're day. talking golf. Oh yeah. Okay. Thank you. Now I'm t- are you telling people that we're rolling. No, and we we were we were, we were, make sure we, were we were on it, man. You're not well, on the medication. Yeah. Gosh, guys. I, please. I know. Are you not on uh, some medication? You're please. scaring me over here, JV. <laughs> <laughs> no, Manning. They love Manning, and I mean he's got hit by <laughs> a couple 120 mile an hour pitches. How many times do we have to see the Mannings and the Bo Briskies and these people get a chance? How many times? I don't know. Another reason why this happens is because he's not fooling people and he's not striking out a lot of guys and they love him because he was a high draft choice. And so who's the rotation with. next year? It's going to be Scooble, right? Scooble, Manning, Reese Olson, Reese Olson. You know, Fiedo. Are they going to stick? Yeah, because he was a high draft pick, right? He, yeah. he deals against AAA pitching that's that are big league teams. You know, he, he's dealing against, and he has some decent, he's had some decent outings, but you, they, they, the hook on him is short. You can just see it. Like, they're, like, cringing because they know. they. I can, I'm watching games going, how does this guy get away with this stuff? And he would have never gotten away with this stuff when I played. And a lot of their pitchers are like there. They pitch over the zone. They're, at times, they can throw a decent breaking ball. It's, I would say an average breaking ball and maybe a little bit above, but more than likely, they're below average breaking balls, below average changeups with a below average fastball. And this is what, other than Scooble, 
this is what you have. I, I, I can't say Reese Olsen is because I see a little life on his fastball at times. He's got a pretty good, uh, pretty good slider that's got some bite and some depth on it. Um, but he he makes just a ton of mistakes. His ball backs up a lot, and he pitches over the zone. And I can see now that they want him to pitch backwards, so he's flipping a lot of stuff and then throwing the fastball. The bottom line is these guys aren't ready. As Tiger fans, you hope that maybe next year something happens, like could possibly happen like what happens with the Orioles. All of a sudden, they were supposed to be not a very good team, and now look where they're at. Could that happen with the Tigers? It possibly could if these pitchers are better than what I'm telling you they are, which they maybe are. I just don't see it. But, and if they do come on these pitchers, then you've got a chance. You've got a chance at making a run, but I, I don't see it. Man, Cole Keith could be that third baseman if Verling becomes yes. a DH next year, right? I mean, if we, but he if was we, hitting like 250 in AAA, so there, you can't rush a kid. If you're only hitting 250 in AAA, you're not going to come in and down. The, the big leagues are going to tear you up. And the other guy, some... Another another law firm guy, down Justin there. Henry Malloy. Yeah, that's it. They actually handled Title IX law right down around the corner. <laughs> I saw Tucker walking in. Well, anyway, at Justin, Justin Henry Malloy, we are much better than any other law firm. Uh, Title IX complaints. Contact the team at Justin Henry Malloy. You could, and I th- I think he's a right-handed hitter. So yeah, are they looking at him so, maybe to be that DHs big guy, be. six one, two fifteen? So right? and I think you were looking. Your vision sometimes is impeccable. They might, one of those guys, maybe a Badu is gone next year, might be a trade guy because if you have a this another law firm dude that could come in, um, Badu possibly could be a piece. Well, and then you get one could be a DH. Who but you got could, too many outfielders are left handed. Well, uh, and and you have third base. So you could have Cole Keith at third. You got Veerling. Then your outfield, Veerling goes to uh, Riley Green, goes to left, Parker Meadows center, Carpenter and right. You got Veerling as a fourth outfielder. I guess it's a wait and see on Cole Keith and Justin Henry Malloy. Well, you know, Veerling's going to be that guy that's going to play f- third. He's going to play first and he's going to play the outfield. He's, he's going to play all over the place. So he- so I'm, I'm, I'm fine, but you know, one uh, about, I really am on the makeup of going into spring training, even without major trades. I'm fine with what the Tigers are building. The question is, though, when you go through all these prospects and you start looking at a stud pitcher, no stud pitcher is close in the minor league system for the Tigers. So they need to go out and buy a couple of starters. Exactly. They have to. They they have. They need a one. They have to go out and spend the money and get a legitimate one that can get you. 15 to 20 wins. They need to spend that money. Exactly, and they don't have that right now. They're, 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 they're trying to tell you, maybe they're not, but it, what I'm looking at is that they're trying to say that Scooble's that guy. Scooble's not that no, guy. No, no, he's not. And I, on all these retreads of Manning, Scooble, Brisky's back up, I get they've all been drafted. But if this team is in the AL Central, they have a chance to contend next year if they can get a frontline starter and and another one, at least two. Yes, and least it, two. well, you either resign Rodriguez and get him one, or you get to sign two, and then that that's and then you've got you got a legitimate shot because I like where they are on the offensive side, and where the guys that are playing these different positions and all that. I, I like it, and I wouldn't I wouldn't go out and get somebody on that side. I'd let these guys continue to develop because they're doing a good job with it. They are doing a very good job on that side. On the offensive side, the Tigers are doing no, a very good job. Players, they're guys. set, and they help. You know, if you think about from when we talked in spring training and even the last winter, and you look at the development of Carpenter, of Veerling, 
Uh, Parker Meadow for what we've seen, or Parker Meadows, plural, is that what we've seen Austin's brother? Austin Meadows, I mean, with his mental side, I mean, it'd be, if he ever came back, he could be a potential DH, right? He can come back. He, he, I wouldn't give him the opportunity to come back. I'd just be that's honest. two years, yeah, and say, hey, we're moving He's not on. a lefty. The medical, whatever you do, you do a settlement. Yeah, you've, yeah. You've, we've picked your contract up, and for two years you've given us 81 at-bats. You know, yeah, I, I, mean, I agree with you. I, I wish the best for you, but... It's a business, though. There's it's a, a business, and we haven't got anything for two years, and we've got enough lefties here, so... See you. All right, John Vanderwall joining us in studio. Former major leaguer, played with Bonds, Jeter, calls West Michigan home. Also in Cooperstown, the Baseball Hall of Fame, the most pinch hits in a single season in MLB history. If you're ever going to Cooperstown, you will see John Vanderwall in the Hall of Fame. Speaking of Hall of Fames, who wants to be in the Beat Huge Hall of Fame? That contest with our good friend Josh Garvey, the managing partner at Bean Carter, Adorn Mayhew firm, the Grand Rapids office is what Josh oversees. Along with their team, they put up $1,500 in cash in the Beat Huge contest, so you have until Sunday morning to play every week for free at thehugeshow.net. Now, the Thursday night game is always a freebie. I think we had about 30% of the people beat me in week one, so the week two picks are up right now. Just go to thehugeshow.net, and if you think you're better than me at picking pro football games, you could win that $1,500 in cash from Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Carter, Adorn Mayhew Firm. You can play through the big game in February, every week, until Sunday morning. I tell your friends, family, co-workers, go to thehugeshow.net. And if you're better than me at picking pro football games, uh, you can beat me every week to have more chances to win that $1,500 in cash. Get your selections in now at thehugeshow.net. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. Hey, sports fans, here's a hanging curveball that you can knock out of the ballpark. This is Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball, inviting you to step up to the plate at Eagle Casino and Sports, the mobile sports book where you can bet on all your favorites all year round, including, of course, our national pastime. So download the app and start winning today. The Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 years or older and in Michigan to play. The season is winding down. You can feel it, but you have to be encouraged that the Tigers aren't showing it. The team has matched last year's win total already. It has won the season series from every team in the division for the first time since 2011 and have some promising young talent now and on the come. That said, it's not good enough. This franchise, and more importantly, this fan base, deserve more. Today, the Tigers welcome a team they should emulate. The Reds are in town, sitting just one and a half back of the final wild card spot in the National League. It's a Cincinnati team that last year carried just 62 wins across the finish line, but come into this series with 74 knockouts. They are young, exciting, fast, and entertaining. Detroit hopes to follow suit in 2024. Bill Simonson here for my good friend, Josh Garvey. He is a managing partner at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, and they'll be stronger together. And did you know Bean Garter can help your business with outsourcing your payroll and other business needs? That can help ease tax filing and year-end reporting, compliance reporting, human resources management, time and attendance tracking, and more. Just go to beangarter.com to find out more how they can help your payroll system and make your workplace that much smoother. 
Go to BeanGarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com, and they can help you with all your payroll needs. Like I mentioned, tax filing and year-end reporting, compliance reporting, human resources management, time and attendance tracking, and more. All your payroll needs can be handled by the team at Bean Garter. Find out more at BeanGarter.com. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Go bowling for bucks to win premium play prizes that are right up your alley. Drawings are every Friday in September from 7 to 11 p.m. And one lucky winner every hour strikes up to $3,000 premium play. Roll the ball and hit your lucky strike with bowling for bucks. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Join the Purple Community and Van Andel Institute for the Pure Bar on the Blue Bridge experience on Wednesday night, September 6th at 7 p.m. All proceeds will benefit Van Andel Institute's biomedical research and education activities. Get more info at VAI.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on The Huge Show across Michigan. Remember to search The Huge Show where you download podcasts, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. If you missed our show yesterday, breaking down everything connected to the Mel Tucker suspension, David Gregory, attorney, NFL player agent with Bull Rush Sports, was in studio the entire three hours. And to have a lawyer-slash-agent viewpoint on everything was awesome. You can hear that. Just search uh, The Huge Show, where you download podcast. John Vanderwall with us on a Tuesday afternoon talking a little Tigers baseball, not the rest of the regular season, but looking ahead to the winter and spring. I did ask you off air, John, is A.J. Hint safe? Is he back next year as a Tiger skipper? Yes, I think he is. I think he's done enough with this team that – and it looks like that the team really likes him. I, I often try to watch what's going on with him and what's going on in the dugout, and it looks like everything looks pretty good there. So my first impression is, yes, they they kept him with the debacle last year. Um, it, he's done pretty well this year with a team um, on the offensive side. I think they have, have done very well. I still think the pitching is years behind, but – um, they've got enough, and that he's done enough, and that staff has done enough to be rewarded of another year. I will tell you that when you look at the comeback of this team and you look at the development of this team, because if we go back to April, May, we're thinking uh, Torque is in over his head, A.J. Hinch, the players aren't responding. Uh, yeah. we're, we're not sure about the pitching. All the draft picks look wasted. Still a lot of leftovers from the Alavila era. Is this team going to be treading water for two, three, four years? And as we sit here now in the middle of September, uh, I'll give the Tigers 
uh, front office and that coaching staff a lot of credit. I really will. I will agree. I think they've done a great job. Like I said, on the offensive side, it's been it's been very very good. The pitching side, again, I mean, and you and I have talked about this and how bad baseball really is, and it is. It is horrible right now, and it's gotten a little bit better. The, I'm telling you right now, though, the, the, every year the hitting is going to get a little bit better. There's still a lot of organizations that are terrible hitting. I mean, New York, I was embarrassed that I was even a Yankee watching them hit against the Tigers. It was so bad. They were striking out so much. But they're starting these organizations are clearing house are cleaning house with these um, tech companies uh, it's going to go back the hitting's going to get much better it, next year is going to be a little bit better in the following year so the pitching has got to step up and right now in my opinion is the pitching is not there to compete it's not there to compete John Vanderwall, former major leaguer uh, joins us in studio to talk Tigers MLB action we'll get you back in uh, during the playoffs thanks brother all right JV in studio on this Tuesday broadcast being presented by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Over to Tracy for breaking news. We have super good news, Dave. The super sale is back at Meyer Friday and Saturday only. Get the biggest savings on Meyer sliced bacon, fresh Meyer chicken tenderloins, select apples, Sargento cheese, Coca-Cola or Pepsi products, plus deposit where applicable, and brawny paper towels. Get Meyer super sale deals in-store or online while supplies last. Now that is super. Shop this Friday and Saturday only during the Meyer super sale. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. Hey, sports fans, here's a hanging curveball that you can knock out of the ballpark. This is Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball, inviting you to step up to the plate at Eagle Casino and Sports, the mobile sports book where you can bet on all your favorites all year round, including, of course, our national pastime. So download the app and start winning today. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 years or older and in Michigan to play. How would you like to win $1,500 in cash from Josh Garvey and his team at Bean Carter Dorn Mayhew Firm? All I have to do is beat my pro football picks and you could be the winner. Get your picks in until early Sunday morning at thehugeshow.net. If you wait long enough, the pendulum swings in the other direction. All across Michigan, police academies are filling up. In fact, new sections are being added to accommodate the brave men and women making the decision to protect and serve. The Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police commends and welcomes these selfless, community-minded officers joining our ranks. We know we have more work to do, and with your help, the pendulum will swing in favor for all of Michigan. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Back on the final segment here on a Tuesday broadcast presented by the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan, your go-to live sports betting destination inside the Ascend Sportsbook and Nightclub in another week of college and NFL football. You have the Lions and the Seahawks on Sunday at home. 
Michigan Bowling Green Saturday night. Michigan State and Washington on Saturday afternoon and all of the other NFL games and all college football action on the big board at the Ascend Sportsbook and Nightclub inside the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort. You want to book your room? Uh, you want to check out all the great food options, including Roos Chris for steak and lobster, maybe during or before or after a game. Go to SoaringEagleCasino.com. That is SoaringEagleCasino.com. And for our listeners on 100.9 FM in the Midland Bay City Saginaw area, don't forget about their sister property, the Saginaw Eagles Landing Casino and Hotel in Standish, Michigan. So if you want to experience what's going on in Standish at Saginaw Eagles Landing Casino and Hotel, or about 20 minutes West of Midland at the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort. Go to SorenEagleCasino.com and also follow Soren Eagle on Facebook. Now, if you've missed any of our conversations this week or at any time, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts and you can catch up and listen on your schedule when you want to. The podcasts are free. It's simple and easy. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge.